Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace. I am not joined by my team members, Sharon McNamara or Mary Baker tonight. They are very busy in the real estate world. But I am joined by, I feel like, my uh, forever Tuesday co-host here. (laughs) (laughs) You can hear her chuckling a little bit. But Mm -hmm. uh, my Tuesday co-host here, Kristen Howlett. Hello. 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 And I just reprimanded you because she put a mint in her mouth a before the show. Candy. A butterscotch candy. That's not a mint, but it's the same difference, right? She put it in her mouth before the show. And Sorry. I, I told you. Is it, you're not new here, okay? I know that you're not new. Yeah, I know that you're not new, but uh, why don't you reintroduce yourself to all of our listeners? You are a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate, but um, why don't you just reintroduce yourself? I'm going to get us live on Facebook, and we're waving hello um, on all the Connect pages. So why don't you take the floor, Kristen? Thank you. So my name is Kristen Howlett. I am a full-time real estate agent at Realtor. I always I always say agent. realtor. I'm a realtor. Well, you're a real estate agent. You're a realtor. You I'm are a realtor. realtor. Uh, at Boston Connect Real Estate, uh, I service anywhere and everywhere. Um, I have been doing it for five years now, which seems crazy. Um, five years. Yeah, I feel like it's longer because I've been here for seven. No, we talk about this all the time. It's been five years. Uh, no, more, no longer. I don't know about that. So we have a very exciting topic to talk about tonight. Did you finish your introduction? Like, I feel like you no, don't sorry. even <laughs> you don't even like want to give your introduction anymore because you're on the show so often. But we do have new listeners that co- that you know just tune in every week. We did have. Um... Oh, but I can't... can you what? hear that? I hear a, a car alarm. In I the know background. you just ignore it. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> so yes. Um, Kristen Hallett, Boston Connect Real Estate, full-time realtor, um, service. I live in Bridgewater with my husband, Brian, my three kids. Actually, I only have one at home right now. And my 
golden doodle your golden doodle oh, honey door. she comes into the office so if you follow us on social media um boston connect real estate or even mcnamara broker team chris and hella you'll see honey every once in a while just like being the total goofball that she if is if you live in bridgewater you possibly saw me walking her today fighting with her because she is just a nuisance <laughs> it's okay she's a baby she is a baby she's, she's a, a baby. good girl um but yeah so you obviously join me all the time you join sharon all the time um and and we're so grateful i feel like you are an honorary uh co-host here I'm and we have to start bra- yeah we have to start branding uh some of our stuff with you on it but um you sort of i, I usually ask you last minute i asked you yesterday if you wanted to do the show and you came up with the topic today um and we We've, we've been sort of focusing a lot on sellers um, and it's just because you know we we are we're in this industry every day all day and we know that there are sellers out there that are on the fence about about selling whether it's because of interest rates or they don't know where to go you know so we're trying to come up with shows and topics that are sort of encouraging to people to even just start the conversation right? And exactly. And to maybe address any objections or maybe concerns that they have, because they listen, it's it's legitimate. Yeah. It's legitimate to have concerns about selling your house. And sometimes I feel like we keep going, you know, we talk about the same thing over and over. But you know what? We've just got to drive it home. That yeah, it can be done. Um, so you came up with our topic tonight. So we're going to be talking about, um, you know, what to expect when selling your home, but sort of like preparing your home while you're still living in it. So we say these things like, oh, you know, we can we can prepare all day to to put your house in the market, whether it be for photography or an open house or anything. But the fact of the matter is a lot of people are still living in their house while they're while they're selling. It's not, you know, you don't see a ton of vacant homes right now on the market, but I mean, they, they do exist and they are on the market. But for the most part, it, and I feel like it also depends on sort of the price range. Like if this isn't your first home, you're obviously, you know, living in your home and you haven't sort of sold it yet and you're selling it with you in it. But you know, you'll be gone the the day of closing. But we're just sort of going to be talking about sort of, um, you know, just what to expect during the process while you're still in the house. Mm-hmm. And ha- ha- I think a lot of people think, oh, it's not possible. Like, what if you have pets? Yeah. What well, we've done a show. We've done a show and- before. Um you know, like moving with pets and with kids and stuff. And I mean, I don't have any kids, but I definitely have a cat. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, it's, 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 it can be difficult, um, but it doesn't have to be. And I think that open communication is the most important part. So, you know, sort of go through your process as a listing agent. So you go to a home, you get the listing. What are sort of the expectations that you give your sellers, um, you know, right before they go on the market? And how is the process going to go for them? So the first thing we like to talk about is anything that needs to be done. I'm a big, I don't, I don't really love people to shell out a lot of money to get their house on the market. Usually it can be, you know, some staging, some switch, some stuff. Take, you know, clean, declutter, do all those things. But maybe there are a few necessary repairs that need to be done. But that's kind of the beginning part. And then we get, I get my clients ready to be picture ready. And really picture ready and showing ready are kind of the same thing. But um, picture ready is is one thing. I like to go in and um, I do 
Michelle Doherty does my photos, and she's like my tag team. <laughs> well, we are a tag team because we go in in each room. I take everything out, and then I put that, it back. That's, and then she that's takes Brian. The so Brian um, is is her brother and I know Sharon and Mary use him a lot a lot of the agents in the office use him a lot and um we were always like hiding things like whether it's under a bed or in a cabinet or in I've the bathtub I brought a big bin and I put everything in the bin and then I shove it on the thing she takes her picture we put, put it back it up. I have had to text her afterwards and say Michelle where did we put that the fan I can't find it anywhere and she's like oh yeah it's upstairs underneath the bed on the right hand side she yeah. totally remembers yeah how perfect is that, though? Mm-hmm. She's awesome. <laughs> she is awesome. But, so, so we get it picture ready because that's really the first step of putting your house on the market is getting professional pictures done. And then we talk about how we're going to handle the showings. And yeah. like we are saying, most people still have to live in their house. So, you know, I, I, I like to let – I always say I like my sellers to ride the bus. They're driving the bus. They're going to tell me – when we're going to do showings, I encourage them to open it up. Typically here we like to do, oh, put it, what, I like to list on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Showings Thursday, Friday, open house Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. I, I, I'm a very big advocate in letting people get into the house. Mm-hmm. And it's not just at the open houses. I'm, I'm so, and now that I'm a buyer in this market as well, like I have that perspective of like, I know what it's like to have to wait four days to see a house that I now know that a hundred other people are going to be seeing it. So everybody is sitting there waiting and then you all show up at the same time. That just causes chaos. And I will say it until I'm blue in the face. It's so not necessary. It's not necessary. Like it's, if you're, if and you know what? Not being ready is one thing, but then we bump it out another week. I had somebody, we, we, we ended up bumping it out a whole month. She wasn't ready. She thought yeah. she would be. But you know what? You're better off going on and doing it right. Yeah. And to not, you know, have people traipsing up. And you know what? We both know this market, although it's we're seeing very similarities to last year, it's it's a different market. It's a little bit finicky. Buyers are listen, they've already been through this before. So houses that we think are maybe going to go at the first open house, they don't. So you do have to uh, – this is a conversation, a very different conversation than we had with people yeah. last year. Because yeah. last year we could say, chances are your house is going to be sold by the open house. Mm-hmm. It, you're going to be uncomfortable for maybe a weekend. But now we're starting to see open houses and then the showings lead into the next week. And that's something that the sellers – really need to be prepared for well it's not just for the showings i mean once you do have an accepted offer you know the buyer depending on the verbiage in a purchase and sales they may have a couple opportunities to come into the house so whether it is to meet a contractor or to measure for furniture or paint or whatever um you know there are going to be some times that you might be interrupted and i think that if we just we're just open and honest about that and you come to an agreement, mm-hmm. then there shouldn't be any sort of, you know, there, you're always going to set the expectation, you know. And it. I also see sometimes, like in MLS, when a new listing comes on, it's like, oh, 24-hour notice. Like, we, like, and that's usually the seller saying to the agent, like, hey, you know, maybe they work from home or they, you know, have – kids or they can't you know do a showing after a certain time so they need sort of that 24 hour 
grace period between. No, in this in this market, like you saying twenty four hours, it feels like three I weeks. Know. I know that's not even possible. You're telling me I'm a buyer in this market, and I'm like, if I had to wait 24 hours to see a house, like my anxiety would be through the roof. Yeah. So basically, you need to you need to understand that you are if you're putting your house on the market, this is what to expect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In this day and age, it really is not reasonable to ask somebody to wait 24 hours. You should set aside time. (laughs) Tell that to the people who have the house on the market right now. Well, you should be able to sit down with your client and, and, and come up with times. What works for you? That's what that's really what I do. I have, I would say my last four listings were people that worked from home. Yeah. We have to work around them. Now, one of them worked in his office. We poked the head in and we shut the door. But They he, were there for the showings? He was there, he was there for the showings because he had to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had open houses, but there were some showings that he had to be there. So, you know, you there's there's always a workaround. My big there's there's a solution to every problem. There is a solution there to every problem. And you know what? Good information to know about the process is is how it goes. So like how the process flows overall, um whether you're a first-time home seller because it's mm-hmm. not just first-time home buyers, right. it's first-time home seller or haven't sold in a really long time. Like everything else, this market is ever-changing. This industry is ever-changing. So there may be norms. There may not be norms, you know, but as long as there is good, um, you know, information that's given to everybody um, about how this sort of process goes, I feel like it it will go smoothly. There has to be communication, open communication. Um so we sort of talked about like consultations and, you know, with, you know, your sellers and just setting the expectations and obviously working with a professional agent is mm-hmm. very helpful. I mean, they're like any other industry. There are, you know, realtors that aren't, you know, as professional as others. But if again, open communication with what the expectation is. I, you know, I'm a listing agent. I'm a strong listing agent that always does professional photography so no matter what the price range is no matter what and i've had a conversation with you in the past where you have said oh should i do professional photos with this one and my question is what was my question to you it was why not why wouldn't you don't you do it for your other ones everyone every Mm -hmm. single one no matter what because that is the standard that you have as a listing agent right um so you know it's also gaining an understanding of like what your clients needs and what they want so obviously they want to sell their home for the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time although maybe they don't want to sell it in the short amount of time maybe they do need time they they want to secure a buyer for their house and then start their home search that's another option that's mm, out there interesting that you brought that up this oh. evening oh why we're going to be talking oh about yeah that. we do have a special caller that's calling mm-hmm. in does she know the studio number Oh, she just said, are you supposed to text me the number? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, I'll give it to everybody, and Kristen is going to be sharing it right now, too. (laughs) So 781-837-4900 is the number to WATD, um, and you can, you know, call them. They'll... uh pat you right through and you can join in on the discussion we are live on facebook too i'm waving to you if you're watching us um and you know you can join on the discussion there if you are a little shy about calling in so um so back to uh selling and showing while you're living in the house you can it it might be a little uncomfortable let's say at the most for a week but it can be done and it it the important thing to remember is you make the rules. 
your agent will help you work through them, but maybe you want to set aside time on a Friday evening enough that you could go out to dinner. If you mm -hmm. have a dog, you could pack the dog up or go for a walk. But you can do showings strictly Friday afternoon from, say, 4 to 7, mm -hmm. and then an open house. And I always say expect that some people are going to want to have the private showings after the open house. Oh, I think we have a caller, a special caller. They might be calling from Marshfield. Is that correct? I'm not sure. Oh. Yes, it is. Hello. Yes. Hi, Alan. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Thank you. How are you guys? Good. Good. So we're going to set the tone for this. Yeah. So, so why don't you introduce our caller, Kristen, and why she's so important to you? So for a couple of months now, I keep thinking, oh, it would be so great if we had somebody call in with their experience, because we can talk about it from our perspective. But so I asked my good friend, Ellen, who just recently went through selling and buying at the same time. Mm. And she's been gracious enough to to call in and she's going to answer all our questions. <laughs> so, Ellen. With pleasure. With pleasure. I love that. Um, well, I, I've had the pleasure of meeting Ellen in person a couple of times, and you, you are just a doll. And I said, I called into the studio this morning just giving a little sneak preview of what we're going to be talking about. And I just said that, um, you know, I had met you probably for the first time at your final walkthrough in Marshfield, you and your husband, just the nicest, cutest oh, the couple, best. the best. And, Aww, uh, and Kristen you. has every, every positive thing that you could say about somebody, she says it about you guys so we're so, we're so, so grateful nice. to have you call him thank uh, you well i'm so grateful to be asked i respect both of you so much it's exciting Ooh, well welcome to our show <laughs> thank um, you <clears throat> so Kristen, right, so, why did you want ellen to call into the show tonight what was what was sort of her, her experience and process well i think i thought she would give a unique perspective because she sold her house that she had lived in for how long ellen Gosh, just since 1999, so 22 years. So a lot to pack up. And yeah. she also, um, so one thing, um, what we talked about this a little bit earlier, what you guys had been thinking about selling for a while and what ultimately was your deciding factor to sell? Well, I think um, – we were empty nesters, so we had been really thinking about it long before we really seriously thought about it. But um, I think the pandemic, we we spent our time in the pandemic driving obsessively by houses on the market and finding neighborhoods and all of this um, open houses and showings with the mask and the slippers and everything. And then I was like, what, what, what are we waiting for? Like, we had met with Christian once we decided we were ready to move forward, because we, we said after looking at the houses, what are we waiting for? We can do this forever. You, ha you can't let perfect get in the way of pretty great. So we met with a realtor, and then we met with Christian, and I just felt like so safe and kind of inspired by you. You had such an upbeat approach to it. Like, you know, it may take a while, but it doesn't matter. It's going to be a process, and... It was true, and so we just decided to take a leap of faith, which is what you told us to do, take a leap yeah. of faith. 
Yeah. I remember those very words. <laughs> Take a leap of faith. Yeah. I love that you just said, like, what are we waiting for? Yeah. Like, sometimes it's something that simple to just ask yourself that question to, like, sort of snap yeah. yourself out of what, what, you, what, what you're living in, sort of. Not that you were, you know, living right. in a home that was, you know, needed to be torn down or anything. You had a beautiful home. I went to your open house when Kristen was selling it. Gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I think that, um, yeah, I think we would just like we could we could talk about this and go in circles forever. But it, yet another summer is going to go by that we would, are going to drive to the beach four times a week when we should live near. Yeah, the wishing beach. you and lived so, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just finally were like, let's do it. You know, it's only going to be better. And we're so happy we did. Oh my god, Aww, it I was know. it was grueling getting ready, getting the house ready, but. So that so that's so another thing too because I think in the beginning you guys thought oh I might have to do well well no because years before that you had a couple years where you had been prepping painting replacing doors doing the trim yeah. doing everything to yeah. lead up to that so it in right. the in the final stretch it was a lot of you know hard it was a lot of cosmetic stuff you know we did our bathroom over because we knew we that was a selling point we couldn't afford to do the kitchen and like. I, I'm doing my kitchen over now in the house we're in, and I'm so glad I didn't attempt to do that because I am so specific about what I want. Mm-hmm. You know, someone walks in and they kind of like the kitchen. It's almost better that they hate it, and then they can start from scratch and do what they want so they will love it. So we focused on paint and the bathrooms and stuff, and it really wasn't that bad. I just kept saying, we got to do this. We got to do that. We got to have the basement, you know, resealed. And then finally it was like, you know what? I don't expect every house I look at to be perfect. This is fine. And it well, was that's funny we, because we were yeah. successful. I and you know that. what? It didn't matter. In the end, it didn't matter. Yeah, no, it, right. it didn't. I remember going through that open house and like I said earlier, like it, your house was was great. Yeah. You had a great house. You had a great yeah. house for, you know, what you were using it for. You raised a family in that home and someone was going to come in and make it their own exactly. and, and either right. raise their own family or have it be for them. But I mean, it was it was a great size house in a great neighborhood. Um, and it just yeah, we were very happy there. Yeah, and and that was great. And I love what you said about, you know, you didn't you're very particular about your kitchen now because I, I always say like don't spend money on something that you are going to make that you love and then you're turning around and selling it because like you just said exactly. everybody has different tastes. So why you might as well just leave it the way that it is and price it accordingly. Price it which accordingly. we did. I'm a big right, I'm a big right. advocate of like updating mechanicals because I feel like you me as a buyer I I am looking at the ages of all the mechanicals have you been man- maintaining them I, like what's the life expectancy out of these things I don't care what a kitchen exactly. looks like but that's me you know I don't necessarily care right. what a kitchen looks like or a bathroom looks like I'll get to it when I can get to it yeah. but I don't want to have to replace the water heater I don't want to have to replace a roof or you know the right, septic right. system those are big things for me you know yeah right. Yeah. Okay. It was nice. So we did. We, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just saying we did have to do repairs to our septic first. So, like, we did do the mechanicals, as, as you're saying. But, yeah. And it was worth it because, yep. you know, the, we had a lot of offers. So it was fantastic. Okay. So, so what surprised you the most in the process? 
gosh. I guess I saw my house through a more critical eye, and I was like, oh, this needs, you know. I was surprised at the amount of offers we had right away. Um, I... I, I mean, I, I was surprised how quickly it went. Once it started, it went quickly. I don't think I was super surprised because you prepared me for everything. This is what's going to happen and with the <laughs> offers and the change. You know what I mean? There weren't a ton yeah. of surprises. I mean, surprises looking and, you know, trying to buy on the other side. Some great and some not great, but definitely adventurous but in the sale i felt really prepared you were excellent Kristen. i mean honestly you had charts and i knew what to expect every step of the way and you also you know nope i'm i i'm good go ahead (laughs) and and you guys also sold and we had to take a huge leap of faith because you didn't have anything under agreement yeah so something to purchase So that was that was scary. scary. <laughs> and before but, we move before we move on to the, the the buy side of that, my comment on this this conversation right here is I think that you were prepared for all of that to happen because she did tell you those things, but she also priced your house to the condition that it's in. So if anybody was gonna come in and offer over asking or anything, that was on them. That was what they wanted because they wanted your house. When you when you price a house accordingly, it 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 sort of backs your expectations for the house, you know. So if you yeah. if as a realtor, if we know like at the end of the day, the seller comes up with the price, like they have to agree to the price to put their house on the market. So if they right. want something that is well over what you know the market value is. Uh, the realtor is not going to say, oh, yeah, you're going to get 50 offers over asking because it it won't happen. And and I think that because, Kristen, you set the expectation and you, you set yourself up and your sellers up for success. That's how I feel. Yeah. yeah. And for and I sure. Think, I mean, yeah. we were very we were very agreeable with her estimate on the price. And my husband is the most practical person alive. Like he knows exactly what everything costs and. Yeah, I thought it was priced perfectly. I mean, luckily, the, the the nature of the market at that time, we did have offers over, but that was just a great surprise, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, what's my last question? <laughs> are you going back in text messages because you guys are going oh, back and forth today? Would you would you do anything differently? Um, would I do anything differently? I would. Not on the sale end. I really don't think I would. I think we we did everything right on that side. I really do. Yeah. I think on the buying side, I wouldn't fall in love with houses so emotionally yeah. um, that I wasn't going to get. But yeah. all through the process, Christian would say, Melissa, and it, we wanted to throttle her when we kept getting turned <laughs> down because it was so crazy at the time. I'm telling you, you're manif- I'm manifesting it. The right house is going to come along. Trust she says that to me, too. So. But it's and, true. But she's right. It's yeah. so true. Honestly, we would go to a house that I didn't even want, and there'd be like 20 couples in line to get in and look at it. And then the house we got, like, we, there was no panicked feeling. We, were, we had an inspection. You know, it wasn't 
it just was perfect. The whole experience was good instead of feeling anxiety-ridden. Yeah. And we have to offer them so much money because we have to get it. it nope, it was perfect. It went yeah. well. And, and you, you we actually got and you actually got into that one for less than the listing price. Yeah. And, and we had and, an inspection. And it was, it was, I really believe it was meant to be because that was a fantastic house. It just, we caught it at the right time. I Do you know, know what I mean? It, it, they didn't have an open house, which was, which, which I, was if they had had an open mm, house, it would have got right 100%, up, I think. 100%. Yeah. I, I will say, too, Kristen is, like, the best person to look at a house with because <laughs> we almost didn't get it because, you know, she saw this vision for the a room that just changed the whole way we were looking at the house, and that's what we did, and that's what our um, architect did, uh, the kitchen architect, whatever you call it, the designer, and um, it, it, it all worked out. She was good. She would walk into houses and say, mm, no, you'd be overpaying for this. Like, she cared about, she wasn't just trying to make a sale with us because, yeah. you know, she cared. I mean, I'm not trying to do an ad for Christine, but she was great. <laughs> That's okay. Really Keep going. did have a good experience, and it was great. And Melissa, my dealings with you were great, too. Well, Kristen comes to a lot of my showings and, uh, you know, she's not just, you know, a realtor here at Boston Connect. I'm not just her manager or mm-hmm. her co-host. You know, we're also friends outside of here. So to hear her just be honest with me about, you know, you know, I know I don't I I don't envision you in this neighborhood. I don't envision you in this yeah. home or this is a really great right. find for you, you know, and she does say to me, I'm manifesting, I'm manifesting. Yeah. And, you know, as much as I would like to be like, let me be upset, you know, she's, she has to snap me back into reality because it will happen. Mm-hmm. And Because the hard it, thing is I'm just as emotional as you guys. I yeah. just can't show it. She Ryan has to it. listen to me when I get home and I'm like, oh my God. She gets to watch me cry about it, <laughs> and then she's like, oh. yeah, I'm manifesting, you'll be fine, and then she walks away, and she's probably like, oh, I feel so bad for her, but you know what? It's no, it's, it's what we need in the moment. We can't picture ourselves anywhere else than when we, where we ended up. It sounds so corny, but it's true. Like, I could not be happier. Yeah. You yeah. you are you were 100%. And I always say about you, we went full circle because we were fl- – and listen, here's the thing. Hayward Place had an amazing backyard that we spent so much time in. So it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was hard for us to watch them sell the house too. But we were floating in the pool, and she started with, "I just want a little ranch in Marshfield." And then all of a sudden, we were looking at like five bedroom houses in Sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I know they were four. They were four. Four bedrooms, like to be gutted and have the yard ripped up. <laughs> Um, do you remember how many offers you put in before your offer oh, got accepted? A lot. Seven. Seven offers. Seven total. I think there were total. six before this. Mm-hmm. There were. There was one in Marshfield, three in Sandwich, Sandwich. and two in Plymouth. One oh, in yeah, Plymouth. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Plymouth. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then you ended up I, in a ranch in Marshfield, in Marshfield. exactly what yeah. you wanted when you were floating in the pool. And now she set a huge standard because now that's where we want to be. Because what's mm-hmm. beautiful about where they are is it's a walk to the beach. 
and they're still in a great little neighborhood. So you still, you don't have yeah. that, you know. Yeah, your house is sort of tucked away. Mm-hmm. So quiet. It's And it's so quiet. It's yeah, it's super yeah. private. And I loved that um, it wasn't a garage because you couldn't put a car. Oh. The What was it? Like the two-story? The, the two-story shed, yeah. 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 Um, did great. you keep that up? We're actually you said, renovating the second floor of it for John's oh. office. Good. Yeah, because I know that when we were doing the walkthrough, you guys had mentioned, oh, maybe like tearing it down or something. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like I would live in this thing. It's so cool. Yeah, it so I'm, cool. I'm glad well, that you guys are renovating it. We wanted to get a garage. Like my husband wanted a big garage they could put an office in. But then we started getting estimates and we were like, oh, this would be cute to renovate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bananas. But. Yeah, uh, no, it'll be good when it's done. That's that's next on the list. <laughs> yeah. But what I was saying about, so your house is sort of tucked away, but yes, it's very close to the beach. You know, when I left the walkthrough, I was like, oh, I am very close to the beach. I'm going to drive down to the beach. And I went down to the beach and, you know, and I, even <laughs> I was like, wow, like their their lives are going to be like this every day. Oh like they God. can literally just be like, you know, have dinner, glass of wine at home, maybe walk down to the beach, like, you know. Yeah. And, and and you, that has rubbed off on you, correct? Oh, we, <laughs> like that's what you guys want, you and Brian want. We're the forever visitors on Sunday too. <laughs> I know, Kristen, your cubby's ready for May. <laughs> I, I said we're going to get our little wagon so we can walk down. But you know what else I love and I tell people because – I feel like because of our age, Ellen, we're in that same, like, there's a lot of empty nesters who are now, you know, the house is too big. We don't need to be here. But I keep saying, too, like, I love that Brie and the kids come down. And you know what? They're close enough that they can come down every Sunday. And you proved exactly what I thought. Like, I want my kids to come back. Yes. And I want them to want to come. Yeah. Yeah. Until Until the kitchen went under renovation, we can't have the baby crawling around. But... In a couple of weeks, they'll be back every Sunday. And it was just such, it's so nice. We can go to the beach. They love it here, and they're going to make so many memories. Yeah, like you said, the girls are going to have, like, their little summer friends there. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's great. Lucy's been painting rocks for our yard. It's just phenomenal. (laughs) Um, Ellen, do you have any final words for our listeners of anything that you want to say about maybe your experience with Kristen or your experience with buying or anything? Yeah, I mean, I would say if you're even thinking about it, just do it. I mean... What are you waiting for? If you want to live somewhere that you always have wanted to live, then go live there. Um, and I would call Kristen Howlett because she's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Honest to God, she was the best realtor. Uh, you know, she she was just great. You have great taste, and you were so good at dealing with the other realtors and helping us present our offer in the best light. So mm-hmm. just do it. Come to Marshfield <laughs> and hang on the beach with us, everybody. Yeah. We we walk we walk to the beach, but we totally stumble home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just being wagons. honest. <laughs> so good. Yeah, you definitely need wagons, and Brian uh, Brian can just wheel you back home. Yeah, there you go. They can pop us in the way. We need new wagons with rubber wheels. Sometimes we make them walk back, and then they come back and pick mm-hmm. us up. <laughs> you guys are funny. Only dark only if it's dark. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Ellen. We really thank appreciate you, you calling in. Me. You're this the best. Really fun. You Thanks a lot, you guys. Thank you. Thank hey. you. And- 
Enjoy yeah, enjoy best. your little ranch in Marshfield. It's beautiful. Yeah, I and I can't wait to come visit. As soon as the kitchen's done, you got to come over for a glass of wine, right? I will. Oh, I right. will. I'm right. counting down the days. Okay. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> okay, bye. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you. That was so fun. I love that she called in. Um, when she was talking, I sort of, I, I mean, I loved the whole part of like, what are you waiting for type of thing. And I think a lot, we, we, Sharon and I did, um, a show on Saturday about right sizing. And, you know, a lot of people say, you know, if I'm selling X, Y, and Z with an interest rate, you know, my payment's either going to be the same or higher somewhere else. And it's a different type of house or it's going to be the same type of house. But in reality, it's like, you know, like Ellen says, like, what are you waiting for? Like, if you, this interest rates, you can refinance, you can, you know, they're, they're sort of fluctuating. And if you've always wanted to live in a little ranch in Marshfield, why not? Yeah. You know, if you can make it work and make it affordable for you, what are you waiting for? Yeah. And she, and honest to God, it, it's, she's not blowing smoke. They are so happy. Yeah. And we, so it all started too, because we kayak a lot and we would go down and we would, you know, park at John, John's aunt has a beautiful house in Marshfield. We would park there and we would kayak over. My husband calls John the North Star because he <laughs> does all the planning and we just follow him. But that's what I love it started. That. Every weekend we were packing up from Bridgewater yeah. and Ellen just kept saying like, I just want to live here. I don't want to, I want to go 10 minutes down the street, not, you know, 40 minutes. Yeah. And it's so true. Their quality of life. And they're young and they're fun and but their quality of life and her happiness is she goes down yeah. and runs on the beach. She watches the sun come up. Well, that's what it is. It's the quality of life, you mm-hmm. know, and we get so wrapped up and worked up in interest rates and in in the process and everything. But at the end of the day, like, there are a lot of people that walk away from the situation, but you're still standing in it. So, you know, and I'm meaning that as a buyer. So, you know, you're purchasing a home in in like I've said before, after closing day, it's just me. So, you know, I'm the one who's going to be responsible for paying this mortgage. But, you know, after closing day, the whole point, and I feel like I'm not meaning to like preach and whatever, but your quality of life is what matters, especially in a world like this, (laughs) the world that we're living in. Don't you want to sort of have that quality of life and be happy and just like manifest? I know it's silly, but like manifest and make what you want your life to be happen. And I feel like Ellen and her husband did that. Totally. Yeah. They did do it. You know, they had to get it out of their systems to look at the four bedrooms, even though they already had. Did they have four or three? They had. So they had. Yeah, they were. It was. It would have been a lateral move. Yeah. Yeah. There. What was the point? Like to them, there had to have been a reason why they wanted to leave their home. But and I think that maybe they were looking at those homes because they were close to water, I'm assuming. And because it's such a like it's I mean, there's nothing not to fall in love with, especially that area in Sandwich. But, you know, and and. It's true that it, it ended up being the one that they needed because right now we're in our 50s and we're spry and we can run up the stairs, but, like, someday we're not going to. Yeah. And guess what? They have no worries. It's one level. Yeah. They can go out on the back deck. They I can, know. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. It's so I'm so ups- excited. Yeah. It's so And cute. I'm so happy for them. And I'm happy for you because, you know, you you gave what them you such a, a great experience. Oh, we have about five minutes left. Um, so if you want to join in on a discussion, 781-837-4900 is the number to the studio. You'll get piped into us and you can even say hi or anything. Um, 
but we only have five minutes left. But um, so let's so um, Ellen kind of confirmed it that you can sell and show and live in the house and sell it and buy something else all at the same time. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. Because here's the thing. This isn't new. <laughs> People have been doing this for years, you know. So it's just I feel like when we were in sort of COVID mode and things had to change rapidly, really quickly, you know, it sort of made people forget like no this is the process like there are people who put their house on the market who then go and look you know it's not it's not out of the norm it's just out of the norm in the past couple years but like this happens all the time right and some people just that's how they want to do the process and you have to respect that and as a realtor we have to respect that too you can't force anybody out of their house right you know so if they're not ready if they are more comfortable putting their house on the market knowing that they've secured a buyer the right buyer that will give them the time those buyers are out there and i feel like we're 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 going back into that market which is going to be a little bit more competitive mm-hmm. that everybody has to at least consider that Because what I always say to my sellers is, let's come up with A, B, and C. A being the best scenario possible. Mm -hmm. B being, okay, you're a little uncomfortable. And C being, all right, this is our last choice, but we we can do it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes A is you you put your house on, you find something, and the lines, you know, line up and everything's perfect. And B may be that you, you know, do some sort of a rent back. Or C is... You sell the house and you go rent somewhere, which is which is really what Ellen and John did. They secured housing, mm-hmm. so they were a much better buyer mm-hmm. because they had already sold their house. Yeah, and you know they they were well, a yeah, little bit I further mean, in the think process. Think of it. Think of it about you know when you're putting a house when you're putting an offer in on a house and you already have an accepted offer like there are pros and cons to every scenario you know and then that's why it's so important for the realtor to give those scenarios and say hey this is a pro this is a con this is a pro this is a con for every situation you know putting your house on the market first waiting until you have an accepted offer if you have a home sale contingency i mean we can do a million shows on these things yeah, and, and-, and a million shows on different scenarios but Again, it it just comes down to open communication. And when you're selling your home, your realtor is putting in there, you know, this is subject to the sale. You know, like, they need to find suitable housing, you know. And it's not just that they're moving in with friends or family or moving to a rental or something. Like, no, they want to, they want to move into another home that they're purchasing. Yeah. Or sometimes they don't. Yeah, sometimes they don't. Once, once, once Ellen and John had their offers in front of them, and they knew they were leaving no matter what, they actually thought, we don't even need that suitable housing clause. Mm-hmm. We're fine. We're going to sell, and then we're going to rent. So, again, it's I think it's just all in your head. And I think, too, what we didn't really talk about is just the professionalism of having an agent who will think outside the box and who will be able to, like, hold your hand. Now, Ellen and John are our dearest friends, and I would have done anything for them, but mm-hmm. I, I do have strangers who... I meet and then we go through the process together and we become friends. It's, you know, you've just got to trust the person that that's helping you through this process. Yeah, no matter what it is, and you have to be comfortable with them. Mm -hmm. If you if you get a red flag that you're like, oh, I'm not sure if I can do this with them, then find another agent. Yeah, I mean, because they're not your people. It's just like a house. You know, first impressions matter. Mm -hmm. 
And when we were talking about, you know, a million people showing up to an open house that's maybe an hour long because they weren't able to get into it, when you have 100 people waiting in line, especially when it's a smaller home. (laughs) That just brings me back to just... just Uh, It just creates this negative sort of environment, and you don't want that for your home. And I will say it. I may – this is not a very popular opinion. I think sometimes the agents that do that do it for themselves so that they can say, oh, look what I did. I got – you know, we have low inventory. If something is priced properly, it's going to sell. Yeah. I mean, it's – anyone could sell it. But, you know, to to expose it to as many people, to get the right offers, because there could be people that didn't even bother to come. Mm -hmm. That is true. And like Ellen said, they didn't even do an open house, but they had you. That's right. Um, Well, thank you so much, Kristen, for joining. And thank you, Ellen. I don't know if you're still listening. Sheila Barber says thank you for sharing. You're welcome, Sheila. Um, (laughs) But thank you so much for listening tonight. We are live again this Saturday from 10 to 11. um, And then, obviously, we'll be back next Tuesday as well. So, But thanks, Kristen. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening.